Hello, hello, everybody. Good afternoon from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good evening from whichever part of the world you are listening to us from. How are you? Good day, good day, good day. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much. But unfortunately, right now, our guest is having some technical difficulties. And um, while we proceed we hope that she would be able to resolve it and join us how are you how's everything with you it's a beautiful afternoon here in um, atlanta georgia and uh, yes i see our guest she is um here thank god thank god uh yeah so if you can hear me it's for a reason. It's because you have the gift of life. That's why you can hear me, right? And the gift of life is the best gift ever. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you who are just um, joining us for the very first time, my name is Dr. John Ugulu. I am the host of uh, The Morale Booster. And The Morale Booster is a platform for entrepreneurs career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. Experience, they say, is the best teacher. And this program is uh, currently being sponsored by Main Seed Consulting Group. And our new sponsor is New Geeks, newgeeks.com. It's um, an artificial intelligence all-in-one website builder, and they're solidly behind us. For bookings, adverts, or sponsorship inquiries, please feel free to visit our website, johnugulu.com. Or for those of you who are watching us via Facebook and YouTube, our contact information is currently being displayed on the screen. But those of you who are listening via podcast, it is johnugulu.com, J-O-H-N-U-G-H-U-L-U. So if you can hear me out there, I want you to please type, I can hear you in the comment section. I just want to be sure that uh, I am not speaking to myself, but however, I I am used to talking to myself, but I just want to make sure you, you, you enjoy yourself. So before I introduce our guest for today, I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share this broadcast because there is certainly someone out there who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message, okay? You might just be saving the life of that one person. So like and share the broadcast. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to um, introduce our guest for today, all right? Uh, Murphy's Law almost uh, caught up with us. You know, Murphy's Law says what will go wrong will go wrong. Yeah, so for some reasons, we had some technical difficulties initially, uh, but... We're, we're great. We're happy. It has been um, resolved, and she is with us. She is backstage right now. Okay, so our guest for today is Beverly Jones Door, and um, she is an author of over thirty published books. Come on, come on, somebody! An author of over thirty published books, a speaker, certified life. Biz, life and business strategist and educational facilitator. She is the CEO at the Writers Concierge and founder and 
executive director at Every Child Has a Story. Right. Every Child Has a Story. I love that. Which is a 501c3 registered nonprofit organization. She is also co founder of the signature program, Goal Inspired Rich Living. Goal Inspired Rich Living. It, it has the um, G I R L acronym, GIRL acronym, G I R L. That's Goal Inspired Rich Living. And she was chosen as uh, one of the four honorary nominees for Huntsville Remarkable Woman of 2021 ladies and gentlemen beverly holds membership in toastmasters international club where she earned the education level of advanced communicator bronze advanced leader silver women speakers association international women's leadership association international membership of professional advisors coaches and trainers and the International Association of Professional Life Coaches. You all know we bring the best of the best here, right? Just like what Mercedes will say, nothing but the best. That's why we bring them here for you. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want you all to join me as I welcome to the stage this humble woman, this leader, <laughs> this woman of God, this author, this experienced woman, a woman loaded with experience. No other person but Beverly Jones Dorr. Thank you so much, ma'am, for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's a pleasure having someone like you here to, to not only share your story, to motivate and inspire someone out there. All mm -hmm. right. So I hope you're ready to do that. I'm ready. Awesome. Great, 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 great. So um, now I, I really would love to talk to you about um, initially your transition, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what, what, what gave you the, um, the aspiration and the vision to go into what you currently do, to go into the, 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 the lifestyle that you currently are in? Well, I am an extrovert, always have been an extrovert. And even wow. as a little child, my hand was always up because I love to talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was not, but nobody hindered me. I got wow. a chance to say the things I wanted to say. But wow. I noticed that as a kid, my friends weren't quite as out there as I was. Right. And they knew the same information that I did. They were just fearful of standing and speaking in front of a group of people. So as a child, what can you do but hug your friend and say, girl, it's going to be okay. But as an adult, I figured out what I needed to do was to build self-esteem and confidence in our young children because I had a ton of it. I guess right. I got it from my mother and for all my other ancestors that I carry with me. I have a ton of com confidence in myself, but I wow. do that because I know I've studied a lot. And so when I speak, I know it's coming from a book. It's not coming right. from my opinion. So right. I teach children how to build confidence in themselves and how to have high, sky high self-esteem because it's a superpower for them. It and is. whatever they come across in their lives as they're going through their journey of living, that superpower can kick in and propel you past all of the obstacles. And that's what I, I want for every child. Wow. 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 I love that. Thank you so much. You know, what you just said now resonates with me. Mm -hmm. You know, at some point in my life, I developed a high level, an intense level of shyness, like 
so bad. Yes. You know, and, and I couldn't even imagine myself doing what I do right now. You know, my mom would call me then and she would say, John, when I was pregnant with you, I used to always have this vision. And in the vision, I would see a tall, dark-skinned man dressed in suit, holding a microphone and speaking to people. I would be like, what? Are you mm -hmm. talking to me? Me? You know, mm -hmm. because I, I never saw me doing that. The, the shyness was bad. And what you said now, I know there's so many people out there who are struggling with yeah. intense shyness, um, mm -hmm. low self-esteem. Uh, I, I would want us to deviate a little from what I initially planned we should talk about because nothing happens by accident, right? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that lady, that man out there who is currently struggling, battling with a high level of shyness or low self-esteem, can you please share with us some strategies on how they can overcome such a limiting uh, belief or yeah. limiting, limiting characteristic? Well, one thing we have to learn how to do is ignore the box that society tries to put us in. Okay. When we're babies, our parents who love us dearly do it without realizing it. They try exactly. to mold and cultivate us into a direction that they think is best for us. Right. But when you're born, God tells you your direction. You have to keep reaching in to touch with him. It's like you got to have a meeting with the Lord. But you have to do that in order to be successful. And you got to stop listening to people. People always want to tell you who you are. But how would they know? Only God knows who you are. And the ones who want you to conform, why would you? Your DNA is unique. Right. Which means so are you. So how are you going to act like somebody else just to please a bunch of people? You got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to ask yourself, okay, I am afraid. I can't, I am petrified of standing in front of these group of people. What's the worst thing that could happen? Exactly. What are you fearing? Besides, when you're standing in front of a group of people, the audience sees you as the subject matter expert. So even if you make a mistake in your wording, they don't know until you tell them. Exactly. You have to believe in who you are, where you come from, and you got to start patting yourself on the back and celebrating the small victories right. and stop looking for ways to fix you. Mm. You're not broken. Right. Everything you need is within you. You just have to go back inside, connect with your savior mm -hmm. and figure those things out because that conversation about where am I going? Who am I? The only two people involved in that is you and God. Exactly. Nobody can tell you who you are. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that beautiful piece. Now, you, you talked about um, believing in yourself. Now, what are for some people who are always in a circle <clears throat> of um, those who always point at their flaws? Yeah. For example, friends, family members, you know, you want to step out of that thing. You have low self-confidence, low self-esteem, but there's always that very close person to you who's always wanting to remind you of those flaws, you know. So how can that be handled? Baby, you need a new set of friends. Exactly. <laughs> that, the that. people that you keep the closest to you should be pushing you to greatness, supporting what you do, being there if you fall, encouraging you to get up. Those other people, that's okay. They can look from the audience. But the people in the arena with you, 
they have to have your back. And that's a serious thing. And then when you think about the people who are always bringing up the things that you've not done well or the flaws that you have, look at it this way. They're fearful that if you can change and become great, then they can too. And that's a lot of work. Some people are stuck (laughs) in their comfort zone and they don't want to come out of there. And you're actually showing them that you can, even if you're afraid and you can do better. Mm -mm. All right. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so (laughs) much for sharing. Now, before we go to the next question, look, if you can hear us, those of you on podcasts, I know we're streaming on multiple platforms right now. If you can hear us, podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to just hear these words to take them to the next level. Please like and share. We're not asking you for money. Share the broadcast. Thank you so, so much. So thank you so much, Bev. Um, Now, you talked about changing their network, their friends, which I I constantly um, advocate for. Because, you know, I always like to remind people that when you have those friends or family members or close people to you, like you said, those in the arena who are always pointing out your flaws, you should also understand one thing, that they have insecurities. Mm -hmm. Because it is only someone with insecurities or low self-esteem, low self-confidence that would look beyond the message and point out your flaws. Am I correct, Bev? You are absolutely correct. It's kind of like the crabs in the in the pot that's boiling. Yeah. You got one crab that has figured out it's real hot up in here. I'm trying to get out. But right. you got the other ones that are pulling him back Put down exactly. in the pot because yeah. they don't want change. Yes. You have to be able to identify those crabs that are going to pull you back down. Yes. And you're going to have to shake them off and climb out the pot. It's as awesome. simple as that. Awesome. 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 I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. 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 Because I struggled with this for, for over a decade, you know, so, and and I know the power that the ability to speak has given to me. Mm -hmm. And I know there's so many people out there right now. I no longer sit at the back of the room. When I get to any gathering, they always pull me from the back and say, Hey, come on to the front. And you know, I walk majestically. I walk like a King and go straight there. So, and there's somebody right now who's listening and this message is for you. I want Mm -hmm. you to take what Bev has said seriously. Okay. So now Bev, let's talk about your books. You've written 30 books. Yeah, I've been, look, I I write when I have free time uh, on my Fridays. I normally am doing research or I'm writing and I have what my husband calls a billion dollar hard drive because I've got all (laughs) these books that I have written. I actually recently put them in a folder entitled Books Bev Needs to Publish because I have about 13 in there I haven't even touched. I just come up with an idea or God tells me about something that, you know, you experienced this, you went through some trouble with this. Why don't you share this with somebody? And Mm -hmm. so I write it down and I'm constantly journaling. So, yeah, I have written, I have published over 30 books and Mm. I'm working on three now. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 Congratulations. That's that's worthy of emulation, you know, Mm. um, because of my limiting beliefs that I had previously, the shyness and all that, I, I, I never saw myself doing, you know, writing or 
you know, I never wanted to be in front of like people. Like I was yeah. always wanting to be at the back. Yeah. Right. But by the special grace of God, I overcame that shyness and I have written two books. I launched my second book uh, like two days ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. two days ago on the fourth. So I know what it is for you to have over 30 books. It means, it, this is not an exaggeration. Those of you who are listening to us right now, it means this is a woman of substance, a woman with content, a woman that has a lot of experience. All right. So don't take for granted whatever information you get from her today. So thank you so much, Bev. Um, What's the uh, most recent book that you wrote? Do you have a copy with you there? I don't have a copy here with me um, because I'm not in my office. I'm back at home. But um, Outside the Line is my recent one. It is the one I'm most proud of. Outside the Line, right? Yeah, it gives people permission. If you're looking for permission, you don't need it. But it gives them permission to actually be who they were born to be. Wow, wow. Outside the Line. Mm -hmm. Okay. By Beverly... Yes, I'll, I'll send this to the audience now so they can go look for it. Those of you who are um, listening their podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, look, uh, outside the line, go look for that book. Where can we find the book, ma'am? Uh, my books are on Amazon. Great, great, great. So go there, look for outside the line. In fact, what you should do is just type her name on Amazon. When you go on Amazon, just type her name. You would find all the books she has authored. Mm-hmm. Her name is Beverly Jones Door. Uh, did I pronounce the last you one? You sure did. You did real good. Most people yeah. messed that up. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> Beverly Jones, J-O-N-E-S. Then Door is D-U-R-R. You know, I have to spell because of those who are listening mm-hmm. via, um, the other radio um, channels and platforms. All right. So everybody, please go there right now. Um, outside the line. All right. Thank you so much. So now let's talk about book writing. There's so many people out there who want to write a book Mm -hmm. and they always experience this writer's block. Yes. You know, a book that is supposed to take you maybe not more than, you know, a few, you find out that they would just have only a chapter written for five years. And Mm -hmm. how, (laughs) how, how, how can they overcome such writer's block? I recommend that people start journaling before they start writing. And I have a lot of journals. I'm one of those unusual persons who has 87 journals, but I've been writing since I was nine years old. So that's over my lifetime. And each journal represents a certain topic that I am really inspired by, or I learned a huge lesson from. And then when you're writing, like you want to write on uh, grief and sadness, you pull up that journal and you write as whatever comes to your mind for as long as you feel like writing. And then after a while, you pick that, that journal up and you literally have a book about sadness and, and grief. And so that's the way I started writing. With my company, The Writer's Concierge, we tell people that we can teach them how to write and be published within eight weeks. Wow. 
So you can finish wow. a book within eight weeks. Wow, wow. If you, wow. The thing is, most people, when they attempt to write a book, they think that everything they need, that they have in their brain needs to be in the book. Right. Don't put everything in there because then you don't have room to write another one. Exactly. That book could be saying, I'm a series, and you have written it in a into a big motion picture when it should have just been a topic on exactly. a certain thing. And then uh, your next one is continuation. Your book will tell you what it's supposed to be if you just if you just let it. You know, you got to be calm when you write. You got to have a place where you write and you always write in that place. You make sure that place is very comfortable, that if you need bright light, you have lighting. If you need coffee, because I'm everywhere with my coffee cup. Oh, okay. And so take that with you. But that's your comfort comfort area. And you can write best from comfort than you can from fear, uh, anxiety. You got to get rid of that first where you go in the writing area. Right, right, right. Thank you so much for sharing. That's a beautiful, great, that's a wonderful information. And, you know, this program is all about coaching, mentoring people. And for those of you who are listening, you know, sometimes this information could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars, right? That's why you should always take advantage of programs like this. Listen, information is power right? That person who will charge you tens of thousands of dollars to get something done. When the spirit moves them to come on programs like this, they will share with you million dollar ideas. All right. Am I correct? (laughs) You are absolutely correct. My life is about sharing my experiences. I look at it like, you know, when, like when you write a book, surely you can say in your brain, I'm going to write a bestseller because maybe you figured out how the publishing companies do bestsellers. It doesn't right. have anything to do with how great the book is. It's based upon how many books you sold. Yes. So if the publishing company is going to buy 15,000 copies of your book, you got a bestseller, but nobody's read it. Yes. What difference does it make? I write books because I believe that there is this one person yes. somewhere hanging mm-hmm. on by a thread waiting for me to show them that I not only experienced what they're going through, but I made it through. And here are the things I tried. Right. So I'm only writing for one person. And if that book turns into a bestseller, okay, fine. But that's not the achievement that I'm looking for. Mm. I'm looking to connect with someone. Right, right, right. I, I love to read. I read I read books a lot. I read mm. a lot. You know, and I always tell people, uh, just just try your best to read. Be a good reader because I know sometimes it takes only one information, one piece of information in that big book mm-hmm. to change the trajectory. Am I correct? Exactly. Exactly. I am a, my grandchildren could say I'm a book ninja because <laughs> I have a huge library of books and I'm always reading. I love right. reading. It's like my favorite pastime. Right, 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 right. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. Now, ma'am, um, let's talk to this young man because i i you know i have young kids so i i try to always instill that confidence in them because i noticed that one of them my 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 eldest son he's kind of gravitating towards that shyness part that i once had mm-hmm. so i'm doing everything to to bring him out of his shell you know when i when i speak at events i make sure he handles like an AV, you know, he does work that would put him in front of the people, right? Yes. And he enjoys doing all those things. But when he's off the stage or by himself, he 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 doesn't really want to talk much. So when 
you know, how can you, what, what advice do you have for those young ones who are just coming up, who for some reason don't want to speak out because they, you know, I don't know, they just don't want to speak up because they're shy. What's your yeah. advice for them? I know one of the things I would say is perhaps he's not shy because you say you have him out front doing AV. So he's not a shy person. My, my instincts tell me he could just simply be an introvert. You know, an introvert gathers all of their energy in, in silence. Whereas an extrovert gets their energy from being in the crowd in front Mm -hmm. of people, which is, I know that well, because that's what I am. But he speaks when he has something to say, correct? Yes. So he's probably not a shy person. He just handles his energy differently from the way we do. And I would probably say he was an introvert. Always allow him to to sort of uh, sample things. If he's interested in something, it doesn't mean that that's what he's going to do the rest of his life. Like, for instance, if he wanted to have a lemonade stand at the end of the driveway. That doesn't mean, and see, his parents, they start thinking, oh my God, how is he going to buy a car with making lemonade money? (laughs) Or he's never going to buy a house. That's not the point. He's learning entrepreneurial skills that could develop into the next apple. Right. We don't know, but allow him to test drive lots of different things and always connect with him about what he likes to do. Because when I found, especially if he's writing, I found that children who have never written books, and we've got about 37 children authors age 3 to 17 that we have helped publish, they like to write about things that are important to them. So if you let them choose what to write about or choose what it is they want to do, they're going to really be excited about it. And the more excited they get, the more confidence they build. Right, right, right. That makes a whole lot of sense. And thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, he, my son loves to write. Mm. And um, yeah, the, you know, w- when I take him out and say, oh, come on stage, come on, say something, he walks up and, yeah. but when he wants to talk to you one-on-one, mm-hmm. you know, you would struggle to hear like, he talks like who is really, really shy. So I try yeah. my best to do that. And thank you so much for sharing. Now, there are so many other parents who might be, uh, you know how it is, right? When when there is a particular challenge with somebody, it means there are millions of people who are also experiencing that same challenge. Exactly. Yeah. So if you are listening to us and you want some tips and strategies on how to overcome these limiting beliefs, Beverly is your go-to person. Am I correct, ma'am? Yes. I have written a couple of books on limiting beliefs and how we have decided that, how we hold them so close, but that's like holding garbage. You need to trash that because that's something that people told you. Remember, culture will try to drive you into a wedge and keep you there. Our children sometimes like to fit in, but we should be teaching them to stand out. Right. And that's part of our culture. So it's hard sometimes to beat up against the culture, but you got to do it all the time. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. Thank you so much for this, too. So um, do you have any coaching program that people can sign up for or do you just um, ask them to go purchase your books? Um, They can do both of those. I used to coach one on one before COVID hit and I do less of that, but I do know that people need to hear the voice instead of read the words. That's different. And I do coaching. Um, They can simply just send me an email and we can set up a time. I try to like guide them into where it is that they, 
they want to go, not where people are telling them they should go. Because when I first talk to folks, they always say, well, you know, everybody told me I was good at this. Well, what do you think about it? Well, I don't like it. Then don't do it. Right. You know, just don't do it. So they can email me at bevjonesdur at writersconcierge.com. Oh, okay. Uh, let, let me put that on the screen for them to see. Uh, Beverly Jones, right? Bev, B-E-V. Okay. J-O-N-E-S-D-U-R-R at writersconcierge.com. Yeah, .com. I'm sure those of you on the podcast, and uh, I'm sure you you got that. But right now we will display this on the screen for. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, great. For those of you who are watching us via Facebook and YouTube, you guys are lucky. It's um, on the screen. You can always replay. You know, watch the replay. And those who are watching the replay, just remember to type hashtag replay. And we would be able to, you know, respond to you accordingly. So, Bev, um, what social media platforms are you currently active on? I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. But I don't manage my own social media because I have so much other stuff to do. I have a VA who manages those. So if you ask me for the hooks, I probably couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Great, 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 great. Okay. So right now, everybody, please go follow Beverly on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You're on Twitter too. Yes. Twitter too. Yes. So um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And those of you who would like to, you know, have a word with her regarding overcoming limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. shyness, wanting to get out of being an introvert, right? Send her an email, bevjonesdor, B-E-V-J-O-N-E-S-D-U-R-R at writersconcierge.com, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. So, Bev, before we let you go for today, I would want you to just, you know, we're we're just currently trying to recover from the, the COVID, the pandemic, and as the world would have it now, the level of depression mm-hmm. has increased globally in the world. Yeah. The level of anxiety has increased globally. The level of domestic violence and the level of hunger has increased. A lot of people lost their jobs. So people are going through so much chaos right now. Yeah. I know you are not a, a therapist, um, but can you please just share with us for a minute some words of hope words of encouragement for all these people who are going through all these turbulence in their lives right now yeah you're right covid covid 19 really brought everybody sort of down to their knees and there were a lot of losses losses of families homes jobs incomes there was a lot of losses and that's a sad time. And you must allow yourself to grieve those sad times. But we have to teach ourselves that there are miracles happening every day. If you woke up this morning, that was a miracle. If you're able to breathe and walk around, someone isn't, someone didn't make it, but you did. And we have to learn to cherish and celebrate the small things. It's going to take a while for us to build ourselves up where we feel good 
on the inside. But don't stop because every single day is a step forward into the journey that we call life. And God knew that it would be difficult for us. We probably didn't expect it would be this difficult, but we can do it. And if you're still here through all of the COVID, those two, three years, and you're still here, then God is not through with you yet. And there is still much for you to do. If you're having trouble with that, even just grasping that, focus on someone else's need. I find when I try to reach out to help others, I invertedly end up helping myself. So kindness is important. And I know that's difficult sometimes because we run into people who are not kind. But if you decide this is who you are and you practice it every day, there's always hope for things to get better. Thank you so much. You know, that that resonated with me completely. And I know there's somebody out there right now who just who just received that miracle, that healing, that mm -hmm. blessing. Mm -hmm. And um, please feel free to reach out to Bev, um, follow her on social media, ask her questions, uh, look out for her books. Those books would have so much information that would help you overcome your limiting beliefs. They will help you transition from where you are to where you want to be. That's the goal. That's the essence of this program. And yeah. she has said it all. And I'd like to just wrap it up by saying, Always remember that it is you alone who can make things happen for yourself. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. All you need to do is to make up your mind. Make up your mind because everything starts from the mind. And that's why Louis Pew said, there is nothing more powerful than a made up mind. All right? Make up your mind to do good things. Make up your mind to to serve, make up your mind to lead, make up your mind to be an influence, a positive influence, make up your mind to, to leave an impact in the world. All right. And you cannot do it by yourself, but it is you alone who can make it happen. You need to make that decision that, look, this is what I want to do. Seek help where help is needed. Seek mentorship where mentorship is required. Go get a coach. That's why we have professionals like Bev who would guide you who become your accountability partner. All right. Thank you so much. Make up your mind. Remember today is the first day of the rest of your life. Thank you so much, Bev. It's been a wonderful pleasure having you here. And I look forward to having you on some other episodes. I hope when I reach out, you will be uh, willing to come back. I'll be there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody.